Hey everybody, welcome to SourceCast 2.0. I am Juchan17. What up? Where's everybody else? Not it. Not it. Not it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm Ancient Fairy Dragon. And I'm Skablaka Turtle, and our special guest co-host this week is my very own wife, going by the username Spacetime Guardian. Yay! What's up, yo? In case you guys didn't know, I got married two weeks ago. Three and weeks. a day. And a day. Yay. Let's party. Yay, I'm throwing a mini party for you right now. I didn't buy a wedding gift, so I'll just give you this little pancake. A virtual pancake. <laughs> I accept this virtual pancake and I shall put it in my pocket. Anyway. Take it out and eat later. Or <laughs> so, uh, first of all, sorry again, this isn't a live show. Still working on that. Promise. Maybe we'll have it up next time. Doubt it, but maybe. I've got a lot of fun stuff coming up this episode, so let's get to it! Okay, just so everyone knows, um,. What we ended up doing for SourceCast this episode was we recorded a bunch of stuff and then put the rest off till later, and it's later, and I really need to get around to finishing editing this episode. So, yeah, turns out this little segment is going to be me. You'll just hear me throughout every now and then, and then sometimes Juchan, Ancient, and Guardian will pick it back up again. But, yeah, expect me for a little while at least. Sorry, guys. We'll definitely do better at that next episode. Hopefully, maybe, possibly, but definitely. So anyway, in our site and forum news, I got a small note that uh, last episode we credited Blaze Star for doing our SourceCast 2.0 logo, and sorry, I really meant Blaze Tail. A thousand apologies for getting those two mixed up. So I've written it down three times to remember it was Blaze Tail, Blaze Tail, Blaze Tail. So sorry about that. Um, also of note are the Animation Source Awards. Now it's voting time. You all sent in your nominations to me, and now that the nominees are up, it's time for you to vote from them. I really wish you guys had uh, sent in more nominees because there were a ton of auto wins. But, um, you know, just go on and vote for whatever's left that needs voting for yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say for that. Last year, when we were going through the nominees, it took us over half an hour, so we're not going to do that this time around. Just go ahead and send your votes to me. Just read the news on the front of Animation Source. You'll know uh, who got nominated and who you want to vote for. Okay, final piece on the site and forum news is Tangled Source, Beauty and the Beast Source, and Ice Age Sources... All of them are being translated. In fact, Tangled Source is completely done, just waiting for activation from Steve. Ice Age Source is up next because, of course, Ice Age 4 is coming out soon, and I think everybody's pretty excited for that. In fact, I think it's already out overseas in Europe, so America gets it last, as usual. Oh well. And then BD and B Source will be translated after that. It's being done by me, but I'm doing direct translations, so none of the content is actually mine. Graphics and infos were handled by the same people on all the sources. Nako, or Naku, I believe, for Ice Age and Tangled Source, and Hikate on BDMP Source. So, uh, great, they did a great job with designing those sites. You can go over to the French side and take a look at them. 
and you'll be able to see a preview of what it'll look like in English. And trust me, everything is being translated. There's a lot of stuff. That's why it's taking so long. But it's definitely something to go and check out. Okay, so we don't have any site or forum projects this time around, unfortunately. So if you have a suggestion that you want to bring to our attention, send it to the mailbag. Right now we're going to go to the current events. First off, we'll have our review of Madagascar 3 by Ancient Fairy Dragon. Okay, here it goes. Usually sequels to most animated movies end up being mediocre at best, but this one turned out to be my favorite out of all of the sequels and, and animated movies this year. It had me laughing and chuckling with all the, all the crowd, with the rest of the characters' antics. It was... The humor was great. The new characters that they introduced were very charming. Uh, Stefano is a great comical add-on to Marty, and Vitali has great character development. Gia, the jaguar, the new love interest for Alex, is gorgeous and the perfect fit for him. Uh, the villain, Dubois, oh my goodness. She's so funny. It's hilarious, the things that they do. And the animation, the effects were, was excellent. My two favorite scenes would probably be um, the trapeze scene and the circus scene where you saw and probably saw in the trailers with Marty doing Afro Circus but the, um, the song, the soundtrack was great and usually I'm not a fan of Katy Perry and mainstream but the song Firework, the way they used it was perfect overall I would give it a 9.5 out of 10 and I would definitely encourage you to take your kids to see it if you haven't already or go see it yourself which leads us right into our review of Brave. Brave, yay. Okay, who wants to start? Oh, I totally just saw lightning just now. Holy crap. You need to go to the top of the tallest building in your area and hold up an umbrella. <laughs> there you go. Wow, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> It's a, it's a surefire way to make sure you don't get struck by lightning. Oh, really? What was your first guess? Okay, on the subject of Brave, me and Guardian saw it during our honeymoon. Uh, so that made it that much more memorable. Okay, um, yeah, I might as well talk about it before the sun comes and gets us. Oh, I saw Brave, and that's Peter's newest film. And it was, if I remember correctly, um, it's the film with a female protagonist at the time in the form of Merida, a very fiery redhead. It's beautiful. I, I really have to give it up to Star. They know how to make everything look pretty. I mean, I think I think maybe Pixar got a little um, got some hints for. From did because the way they did Mira's hair is just poofy. Hence, yeah, that's my the thing. Um, po polka dot Africa. <laughs> <laughs> now I will. Now I will have to do that. But yeah, the story I think the weakest part of the movie. And again, if they're telling the story, I'll give stuff away. But the animation, the music. Think of what else. The voice is great. 
if you need to see this in theaters, please, please stay until the end of the credits. Oh, yeah. You do not know what you're missing. If you don't. If you do not stay until the end of the credits, you're going to miss on something awesome. And no, it is not um, Polka Dot F. Merida. <laughs> yeah, again, the story, the one thing that I wish they would work on, and it's not the strongest story, but I'll say Merida is a decent addition to the whole Disney Princess line. And I will admit it, I am sort of a Disney Princess fan. But I think that the strongest princesses are the three most recent from the movies. Being Rapunzel from Tangled, Tiana from Princess and the Frog, and now Merida for a Brave. Mm, I'm trying to if there's anything else I need to mention. Anybody else want to toss in something? Sure, I'll toss in something. Maybe two somethings. Yeah, maybe two or three somethings. Um, I had only seen the trailers that were on TV. So when I walked into the theater, I didn't really know what to expect. didn't really know much of what the story would be about. So I had a pretty open mind when I went to see the movie. And I will agree with Ju-Chan that the scenery and, you know, how they executed that was really beautiful. I am actually Irish, so the fact that, you know, Scotland is really close, close by geographically, I was like, great, this is an awesome film. I like the scenery. Uh, as far as Merida, I could honestly relate to her a lot. I'm a feisty redhead like she is. And not as much hair. Uh, yeah, obviously not as much hair. I think they went a little bit over the top of the hair, but oh well. And I thought her hair was pretty, though. Yeah, it was pretty. Maybe just a little too poofy, though. Sort of made her into like an Irish Ariel or something. Yeah, I know. I was like... Scottish, what's with the red hair? I honestly thought that the trailers were just a little bit misleading as far as the, you know, her and the, and the bear hunting or encounters with the bear anyway. I thought that was a little bit misleading with what actually happened in the movie and I don't think I can really say much without spoiling it for those of you who have not seen it yet. So, but I would recommend you go see this movie because it's a really awesome movie. The storyline is a little bit I don't know. I don't want to say overused. It's definitely not original. But I think the adaptation of the story that they used for this was pretty original. I would say it's not the, the best, but it's definitely worth seeing. So go check it out if you haven't seen it yet. And then I guess I don't have too much to add to that. Um, I hadn't even watched any of the trailers for it except the teaser trailer which didn't reveal anything of the plot, so I didn't know what to expect. So it was really nice. It's not the best Pixar film, but it's not the worst. That goes to Cars 2. <laughs> but, um... I didn't see it, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> it's yeah. Brave is still an awesome film, and uh, I'm very glad that we got to go and see it. And yes, stay after the credits. I think me and Guardian and probably only two other people in the theater did that and the theater was packed throughout the whole film but come credits people left so they missed the part at the end which I'm not going to talk about yeah oh darn it now, now I gotta yeah. go watch yeah I think now you gotta go watch it ancient then we're going to brainwash your mind afterwards yeah, I so think, you don't have to watch it again wait. to find out what you missed 
<laughs> no. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think oh, like no, 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 an no. I theater. Um, I was, I I went to the um the movie. I think that Saturday right after it came out, and only maybe like one group of four bull was left by the time I finally left, and that was the over. So, yeah, that sort of made me really, really... It was nice to see that um, some people still believed in waiting to watch the whole movie and stuff. But, yeah, it was worth it. No, it does not have anything to do with ponies, <laughs> ancient, so you don't need to shy away from it. What? what what's this about ponies? Yeah. I refuse to hear it. I'm on your wife's side. You're gonna have to come back next time and next time so I won't be alone. That pretty much be it for our Brave review. I guess so. Although, I would say that... Yeah, in other, in other words, go and see it. Yeah, and I'd also chime in that Merida is actually one of Pixar's more well-developed characters. Because a lot of times movies will introduce a character and develop it a little bit, but you don't really see much and you're kind of like, really? What's the point of it? But with Brave, they actually develop Meredith's character a whole lot, and it's kind of refreshing. Just to add one little thing, um, there was like a couple of things I did not, a couple of things I did like and a couple of things I didn't like. Like, um, the whole, actually, if you watch the movie, I do not, you can count the number of female characters on your hand, and yet they are actually the stronger characters, in my opinion. Um, that's not spoiling anything, because we already know one of the girls, so. And also, I would have to say that Disney Princess, again, I'm going back into the Disney Princess thing, um, I would have to say that one thing I did like about Merida is that she, she's not like perfect, pure princessy like you know a bunch of the other Disney princesses that seem to be so pure and so perfect. I will admit it. She's the only one that I actually. She's like one of the few out there that is actually flawed, and that and that's not giving anything away either. <laughs> You'll have to watch the movie understand what I mean, but she is flawed, and I think it's probably one reason why I actually like her. Yeah, if you want to know what I just said, watch the movie. Watch it. <laughs> just watch it. Just watch it. Just watch it. Come one of us. Join us. Nah, I think I'll pass. <laughs> if I have extra money, maybe I'll go see it. I don't know if it's still playing though. I actually want to see it. It is still playing. It's only been out for like a week. I'll have to go to the expensive theater. Go to a matinee show and that's the way to go. Yeah, go to a matinee or or go to Subway. Go to a 2D show and that'll save you the money. And after all that, we go to our upcoming movies. It's just me again. Sorry, guys. Um, we've got three coming out very soon. Frank and Weenie, Ice Age 4, and Paranorman. I don't know what to think about animation these days, because Frank and Weenie and Paranorman are both horror films. PG-rated animated horror films. 
animation's just always been too lively and cartoony and just too pleasant to be horror. I mean, you have stuff like The Corpse Bride, but that's more of a comedy than anything else. These two will be more or less actual horror films. So I'm not sure what to think about these films. I've seen trailers for both. They look um, like stuff I don't really want to see. And then we got Ice Age 4, which is which makes Ice Age only the second animated series to get four films. The first being Shrek, and of course, we all know how we all love Shrek. But anyway, so we got Ice Age 4 coming out. Um, the, um, the story revolves around Scrat, who creates the Continental Drift. Yeah, that's awesome, isn't it? Uh, I'm not sure if I want to see this one or not. Mainly because I've only actually seen the third one. I saw that in theaters, so it was my very first 3D film I ever saw. But, uh, I'm not sure what to think about the fourth one. Yeah, just so that's up. Moving on to the fan section. Um, just one note this time around. We got more form signatures from Imagine. They're on the SourceCast downloads page. If you have more suggestions for her, send them not to the mailbag. That's right, do not send it to the mailbag. Send it to Imagine through a private message. Also, be sure to tell her how great of a job she did last episode. She, we, we all enjoyed having her as our guest co-host. She was real fun to talk with. And now we will go to the Extra Talks Top 5 Animated Films Centered on Fathers. And this time I have a list. Okay. Yay. Alright, so since you actually have a list, you want to start it off? I had a list, like, the first time, but I messed up and... It got misplaced. Okay, okay, I didn't even write it down. So I had a list, but it wasn't written down. It was in my head. Which is not exactly the safest place to put anything. What's not in the wrong with that? Who? Not who? Who starts? Not me. Not, not it. Not it. Not it. <laughs> <laughs> she must have lagged again. Nah, Guardian didn't even say anything. Nope, I didn't. Cause she doesn't have a list. Actually, she and I share a list, so I guess we better start. Yeah, we do. Well, for our father's list. Um, we're going to go through these pretty fast, just because it's a quick list. Anyway, the bottom of the list is Brave, and I just love Fergus in that film. He's like he's like the most awesome father ever, I think. He's... Yeah, he's more <laughs> supportive of his daughter than her mother is, but that's awesome. Yeah. You get the support thing going on there, and that's a good thing. Yeah, not to mention he's just so fun. In that it's film. true. Uh, Fergus from Brave is number five. Number four is Mr. Incredible from The Incredibles because... He's actually there. He's actually there for his kids, unlike most other fathers. That they make films around, fathers not being there for the kids. He actually tries to be with his kids, and you see throughout the film he has a very good relationship with them. Or at least he tries really hard, which is something that some fathers don't really do. Mm-hmm. And number three is Geppetto from Pinocchio, because honestly it was the only one I could think of when I began this list, but have you heard of any fathers who t give their son an apple and say, give that to your teacher? <laughs> Not a long time. The thing that sets Geppetto apart, I think, is that he's a single father, which is something that you never hear about e in films, in animation, or even in everyday life. And yet he does his job so very well, even if Pinocchio's a jerk most of the movie. <laughs> but, you know... He, he used to be a... He has an excuse. <laughs> he's, he's literally a blockhead. Oh, that was horrible. But, uh, 
That was awful. <laughs> Thank you. That really was awful, but <laughs> I like it. I'm laughing at So, Geppetto from Connecticut. <laughs> I'm waiting for the drums to come in for that, like, that horrible punchline. Just be like, Ooch. Number two is Tiana's father from The Princess and the Frog, because even though he isn't there most of the movie, he sets a really good example for her um, at the very beginning, and that pretty much influences the rest of the film. So, that's what makes him such a great father. And number one, Mufasa from The Lion King. He's just awesome. Everyone knows Lion King, everyone knows Mufasa. He's the awesome (laughs) king, yeah. And he's good, too. And he's good, too. Darth Vader, lion form, equals good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's, it, game's real friggin' just. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's a great, he's, in my opinion, the best father there is in animation. Probably just because there are no fathers in animation that I could think of besides these five unless. Darth Vader. Oh wait, he's not an animation person. Yeah, no. <laughs> so. Are you sure he would be on the top list? Vader's oh, come on. Darth Vader is a great father. Yeah, he cut off his own son's hand. Wonderful. Yeah, he sets a real good example, doesn't he? <laughs> he just, just like Emperor Zerg. He, he killed his own freaking life. How's that a good example? <laughs> Top of the list, ancient. Oh, I'm next now? Yes, you're sir. next now. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're it. You're it. You're it. You're it. You're it. You're it. Okay, I didn't put this in any particular order, but I'll just go as I wrote it down. And for, I guess first up is The Lion King and Simba. And I I don't really remember much of Lion King 2, but I know that he was there and he was just he was just trying to... He was kind of overprotective of his daughter, but he wanted what's best for her, and I can respect that greatly. And next up is... Oh, Zuba from Madagascar 2, and the voice actor behind him, Bernie Mac, I I love what he did with the character, and it's, it's so sad that he passed away because I would have liked to see him in the third one, but uh, he was funny, and I loved, I loved their interac- the interactions between him and his son, Alex. If you haven't seen that, you should go watch it. And, well, the third one is Geppetto from... Yes, third one is Geppetto from Pinocchio, and I'm not going to make any bad puns, <clears throat> but he gets swallowed... I'm pretty sure everybody's seen Pinocchio, so I can say this, right? Yeah. I mean, he gets yeah. swallowed by a whale son. That's like, that has to be the worst thing ever, swallowed by a whale. You know, he's the living Jonah. Yeah, that's pretty it. ballsy. Yes, I know it is. Go go up against the monster so whip just so you can find your son. It's it's yes. Respect for Geppetto. And next up is the Great Prince from Bambi Two. And I actually I I kind of like I like Bambi Two because it was it was just that father or something. He was there for Bambi more more than he was in the last film when his mom died. And I don't know if that was actually there in the actual, in the book. The book I I can't remember it, but Disney actually did create a good story with Bambi and his father, and his father teaching him the ways of the forest. And last but not least, 
is Pongo from 101 Dalmatians. If you're willing to run all over London just to find your puppies, which you should be if they're your children, I'm going to hate your kids. But then you get you get on you get put on the list. I love Pongo and Perdita. <laughs> and I'm done. Okay. Yay, that, that's a decent list. I'm impressed. Yay, you actually made a list for one. Yay, round of applause. Yay. Round of applause. Uh, I, I gave you a clap of thunder too since you're around here, but I, I don't I don't I don't I don't wanna risk it. I actually do like my life. Thank you very much. Uh, okay, so I guess it's is it my turn now? Your turn now. Yes. Hey, okay. Uh, um, the reason why this is a list for just in case you want to know is because I think of that many ads that were actually like good. So this was actually a hard list for me to figure out. Number one was pretty obvious for me. We'll get to him later. Um, number five on my list. Actually, the Great Prince from Baby and Bambi 2. Um, I would actually consider them the same character, even though Bambi 2's Great Prince was way more awesome. I mean, dude, Patrick Stewart. Um, but, you know, at first, he, he ended up being like a real great dad, which is which is pretty awesome. And just to see him actually act with his son, you know, start to like him was really nice to see in Bambi 2, even though it's not really a sequel. However, he's a little lost only because of a little thing that he basically was trying to get rid of Bambi at one point. It's not a sequel. It's not because... So yeah, that's the reason why he's number five. Um, number four, this is a shot... I put Balto from Balto 2 and 3. Um, if only because in their sequel on Quest, he did become a dad. And yeah, he was a little overprotective with Alu, but he was being a good dad. He was... He was willing to risk his life to find her, bring her home, no matter what the consequences. Shoot, he was willing to leave in a wolf pack. That's pretty freaking awesome. Then and in Ball 3, you know, seeing him interact with his son, Cody, and how the whole thing ended up. You know, he, he's sort of being... Um, role model to Cody and actually he was and I think that's 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 a decent dad that's a good dad for you to look up to and yeah I know they're sequels but who cares it was still well done um scene number three we have Pongo from 101 Dalmatians I'm not mentioning 101 Dalmatians because 
I personally do not like Pongo, but in the first movie, um, that's a, you know, sort of like how Ancient said, the fact that Pong was willing to contact every dog in London or in England to find his 15 puppies, you know, that takes a real loving dad to do something like that. And, you know, their dog, amazing to see that they would make a character like Pongo go as far as he did, you know, to show that he's a pretty awesome dad. And not only that, but, hey, when they ended up finding the kids, there was, like, 80-some more pups, and these will take them all. That's bad for you. You know, to not only only take for kids, but also these other kids. Yeah, two thumb, two, um, not thumb, but puzz up for Pongo. Uh, number two is Mufasa from Lion King. Um, I understood Simba, but his overproduction was a little bit too much for me in Lion King 2. But Mufasa actually in, the, in both the Lion King and Lion King, Simba's pride, he does play a pretty big part in the fact that, spoiler alert, guys, because of his death, you know, it actually shows him to be a good dad because he bonds with his son, trying to teach his son what's and how to be a king when it's time for him to take over. And the fact that, dude, it's freaking James Earl. That's awesome. Um, Lion King 2, he was basically a matchmaker. You need to see the movie to figure it out, but yeah, he plays matchmaker. Because if you marry Mufasa's God, and if Mufasa says these two are going to be together, then those two are going to be together by, by darn it. Um, and finally, number one on my list is Marlin. From Finding Nemo. I'm surprised you guys this on there. What's wrong with you guys? It's a fish. He's a clownfish. He's a very, very funny clownfish. But, but um, he's also an active dad. But I, unlike with Balto from you know Wolf Quest, Marlin is actually willing. You know, face his fears in order to stop his son. I mean, we watched that movie in the for like five minutes of the movie. He goes through total tragedy, and, and so you can understand why he's overprotective. But he's willing. He's willing to like do all the stuff just to find his son. And, that takes a real dad. Um, Finn's up to you, Marlon. Woo! You're number one on Yay, Nanda! And it's just me again. Sorry, guys. Anyway, we're to the mailbag. This will luckily be the last thing that I am alone on, and I'll try to go through it as quick as possible. Um. So, the old mailbag question, should all Sourcecasters interview people or just me? Uh, we didn't actually get any answers to that, so that question is still in the air. 
We did have one mailbag contribution from Johnny2B. Um, his message is, I think Drew Chan ranks and Fairy Dragon should read this one, but unfortunately since they're not here, I'll have to read it. We need to hear about Skull's weirdness, or My Little Pony, or other quirks. I think his new wife should get in on it and have some fun on this one since it's his first time being married. Yeah, I'm only 20, so I would hope it's my first time being married. In fact, I hope it's also my last time being married, because I'm never going to give this marriage up. Thank you. Uh, we heard about my quirks a lot in this episode, so I guess that counts. Right? Right? Anywho, um, the new question that we're going to do is, um, should we talk about adult animation like Family Guy or Robot Chicken or stuff like that? For this, we really do want um, people's opinions on because we're not quite sure what to think about this ourselves. So, to answer that question, should we talk about adult animation? And also, previous question, should all the sourcecasters interview people or just me? Um, send it to sourcecast at gmail.com or post it on our forum topic in the other section or use Kane's new mailbag form on his website. Um, we also accept voice clips for the mailbag, and honestly, we want at least one of these because we think that'd be a really cool addition to the show. So you can do that by recording your voice and then emailing the file to the um, SourceCast mailbag. We accept all kind of audio formats, but please keep it to 30 seconds or less. And that brings us to our conclusion. That wraps it up for this episode. Thank you everyone for listening. You can find us on sourcecast.com.co.uk iTunes, the Animation Source Forum, and you can send an email to sourcecast at gmail.com where the mailbag is. So I hope you like this episode. <laughs> Hopefully. Comments. Hopefully. Feedback. Anything. Sprechen zu mich. Whether you want somebody to sing or admit that they're a girl or... is um, actually a girl! <laughs> Ancient into a brony. Ancient brony. Yeah, now. ancient is a brony. Now. He's really a brony deep down inside. He's just hiding it. Oh. oh. Yeah. Secret brony. <laughs> Embrace your inner brony, ancient. It will never happen. You'll be ever. eating those words in like three months. <laughs> or really, what's happening in three months? That's... That's the time I'm given between now and then that he'll turn into a brony. Oh, okay. Oh, what? Now you're keeping track of everything brony-related? You scare me. Yeah. Obsession. I want to ask your wife a question. What? How does it feel knowing you've married a brony? I'm just curious. How does it feel? Most of the time, I just kind of ignore it because he watches it when I'm not around, so I don't really care. But... I actually kind of like it because then that means I get a teaser about watching a little girl show for the rest oh, of the miserable now. life. That's great. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yes. Bronify Ancient at let's bronifyancient.com. I swear. Send <laughs> feedback to the mailbag to, to make Ancient a brony. No. Yeah, that really take that. And you give Guardian great ideas to torture Skull. Because he watches a little girl's show. Something on that note, I... No, friendship is animation. Flash animation. <laughs> Pones everything. I know, really. On that note, I guess that's it for this episode. Be warned, that make that into a, um, 
I might make that a website just to see if we can get people to want to verify Ancient. Ancient has a Twitter, 50caldragon. Just don't tweet at me about becoming a brony. I hope not. Try not to. I'm going to get like a bunch of tweets now about people saying, Hey, have you watched this show? It's awesome. It's 20% cooler. Hey, Ancient. You sound like you should be a brony, dude. Dude, you need to be a brony. On that note, I guess it's time to sign out. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Snake Walker Shertigal. I'm Space Time Guardian. I'm Duchance. I'm not a brony. Ancient is. I'm Ancient Time Guardian. <laughs> I'm not a brony. You gotta decide. My tagline. You can only decide one thing. Are you not a girl or are you not a brony? All of a sudden, I've got the um, man or Muppet socks up in my head. Brody, doesn't that make me bow automatically? Am I not a girl? Or am I not a brony? Am I not a brony? Anyway, see the Muppets? <laughs> Bye, everyone. It's a wrap. <laughs>